What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of the Keeping It Real podcast, where every week we'll be talking all things movies and TV. I'm your host, James Porter, and joining me t- today and for the foreseeable are my co-hosts, Calvin Starr, Jack Austin, and Reese Llewellyn. Our first episode, we're going to be talking all things WandaVision, did the finale stick the landing, and a review of the series overall. Straight up, I want to say this will be spoiler heavy, so if you haven't watched WandaVision, or more importantly, the final episode, then come back and listen to our discussion after having doing so. Right, guys, should we just get into it? Yeah, let's go for it. Right, overall, the series, I thought, was really good. Really good. All the way through, uh, built up a mystery, got really personal with the characters, a nice slow build. I'll get into my feelings on the actual finale later, which are a little more mixed. Um, Jack, what did you think? Um, as you all, as all three of you know, I'm an absolute sucker for this stuff. So I basically went into it knowing that I was going to love it, which I absolutely did. Um, I have no like general complaints. Like I know a few people who like watched the first two episodes, which were basically just, you know, they were just full, essentially full sitcoms with like five minutes at the end yeah. referencing like plot and everything. So I have a few friends who watched like the half of the first episode and just turned off completely and they just didn't watch it because uh, they thought, you know, this is just stupid. But I would have watched nine episodes of that, to be honest. If they if they came out and were just like, we're going to do nine of these sitcoms, nothing, no plot, nothing, we're just going to do it for a laugh, I'd, I'd have been like, yeah, absolutely, tune me in. That sounds great. I was really but, enjoying the sitcom style of it for a while. Like those yeah, first they, three or four, they really nailed it. Yeah, I think they did, and, yeah. And once it started to divert from that, and become more of a Marvel TV show, then I think some of my problems started to rear their heads. Uh, Calvin, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I think that's the same for me. I've definitely preferred the sort of way it was, like the mystery of the first couple of episodes. I was quite excited to see where it was going, and then as soon as it got to the point where you see uh, Sword and Jimmy Woo and the other characters, it just started taking it away from me a little bit. Yeah, uh, but overall, I did think the show was good, and I thought it was like a bold step uh, for Marvel to introduce the MCU into television this way. Uh, I obviously do have some criticisms, and then I have some general nitpicks for the show, especially finale. Uh, but the good thing about the finale is it felt very Marvel. Like they had, they did, the writers mm-hmm. uh, did a really good job of making it feel the way the most recent films have, which they've obviously been building it for the last 10 years or so. Uh, I think my highlight for the entire series overall uh, had probably been uh, Paul Bettany's performance. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, and now I'm basically a massive fan of Vision. And in the last couple of installments, I just think he's been a sort of glazed over character. You know, you knew he was always going to be like what his fate was going to be. But I think they did a good job of really fleshing out the character. I know like other people who've really into the comics, which I don't know much about, really love the character, and I'm glad we finally get to see how good of a character he can actually be. I think we heard the complaints that Vision was, you know, kind of boring, too maybe too philosophical, not a lot of personality to him. So they were like, yeah. well, you know, we'll get this then. And yeah, Paul they, Bettany just nails the comedy. Yeah, they had a really good balance of sort of keeping him philosophical uh, whilst always yeah. play into that sitcom sort of style. Especially in the finale. 
yeah, that was. We'll get into. That, I think that was my favorite part of the finale. It was just so good to actually see a sort of a sort of fight between you know villain and hero, where mm. it's not all about who just who can throw the biggest punch. I quite liked this such a vision way to do it, to sort of out logic himself in some way. I just, yeah, it's a really nice touch. Before I, because I really want to touch on that later. Uh, Reese, what are your overall thoughts on the series? Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, I remember when they first announced it, I was like not interested at all because like I didn't really like either of the characters in the films. But then like after seeing the first couple of trailers, I was pulled in, and after watching it, I I loved it. Yeah, and I think yeah, the sitcom angle was just so it's just smart way of doing it because like if you've never seen a Marvel thing before. And that's the first thing you see, which it was for some people, because some people did come straight in to watch WandaVision, which is a bit weird. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, such a, start here. it's such a clever way of like introducing you to these two characters with like really complex like lives and a really complex relationship to just being like, here they are, let's have fun with it. Yeah. And then yeah, like I liked that for watching the kind of the, from the first episode, but it was like a lot of fun. But you knew that there was just something underneath that was like off mm. so i love the way they built that up and yeah i think when they started getting to like the marvel you know kind of bit of it same it kind of did pull away from me a bit mm. but i think it was really solid and it's really good at where it's set up for the future you know the future of the of marvel going forward yeah like what you said about it you know um being on tv and stuff that's what i thought it did so well was that this couldn't be a movie? No, the format no, of it, and the structure and the idea—I don't—that could not be a film. So I think they did it. You know, this wasn't originally the first show to come out. It was Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I think this was the perfect way to establish themselves on the small screen compared. Yeah, I think it would have been really like quite jarring if you have if you have Endgame and then Spider-Man and then you come out with Falcon and Winter Soldier because from the vibe that I'm getting from like the trailers and stuff, it's just going to be more, it's basically going to be like a, like a three or four hour Captain America installment. Six hour. Six hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think if from, to go from that straight into one division, you'd be like, if as like a casual view, you'd be like, what the, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I think so this I think, was the right one to yeah, ease us in. I think it's a nice change of pace as well. Uh, no, after obviously yeah, Endgame definitely. was very like, you know, emotional and you know, so big as well. Serious. They built up yeah. so much that so I to think bring they it needed like, something more personal. Yeah, this yeah. Like I, kind of fun idea that they kind of went with. I think it was a really nice change of pace on the films. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I kind of wanted it to be more of like a sort of bold, mind-bending experience. Like I'm not angry that they didn't do that because i understand that it's part of like marvel it's it's it's, yeah, it's yeah. purely like just fun so it's not gonna be mm-hmm. anything like whoa this is really blowing my mind but i don't know if i just built it up too much in my head to expect something like because they marketed it as being this new yeah sort of experience i was like oh they're gonna go so crazy with it which is like what i thought and I, now they've sort of set the bar to how the next couple installments uh of you know, films they're releasing are going to be like Multiverse of Madness, the Spider-Man film. They yeah. sound really like, oh my god, these are going to be like so off the wall. But now I'm starting to think that they're gonna, they're not going to. They're going to feel quite familiar. Yeah, I'm the exact same. Like when it started off, the we were, you know, it was leaning into the more cerebral 
bit more intellectual. I always described it as it was a horror masquerading as a comedy um, because those really dark moments um, with the uh, the dinner scene when Mr. Hart starts choking. Oh, yes, yeah. I That's... thought that was fantastic. And then yeah, I wanted comes. more of that. And then it did just start to lean into the more grandiose, big CGI fights, which, you know, I wasn't so much a fan of. Yeah, sitcoms have always been like that, though. They're always really morbid situations, but you put a laugh to yeah. that. And it's it, it's like old lady house in It's Always Sunny or something. It's just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the way they did it as well, though. Whenever those moments would crop up, the little hints at something darker beneath the surface. And I think it was really well acted as well. Like oh, to fantastic. go from those, because yeah. there's such different types of sitcoms in every episode. Like, I think the way they kind of captured that was really well done. Yeah, I like always said it, it was the, uh, the Modern Family um, style episode. Elizabeth Alton uh, was incredible. Yeah. The way she did um, Julie Bowen's Claire Dunphy, she nailed it spot on. Yeah, she was so good in that. Like, just because I know they had they had like Dick Van Dyke in the night to consult on yeah. it as well. So I think that kind of you could tell because when you were watching that episode where she's watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Mm. You can tell they really did their research on it and they kind of got every little detail, you know, right. Yeah. So I think the way they did the way to pull that off well every time is is brilliant. Yeah, um Calvin, you were talking about expectations of the series, and I think that's where a lot of the disappointment um with fans about the finale has come from. Was all the expectations and the built-up theories, because obviously this is releasing week to week, so we've got time to sit on it and look at every single little thing in every episode and build up in our minds what this is going to be. So I think going into the finale, a lot of people were expecting, you know, set up for X-Men, Fantastic Four, opening this big old multiverse, which I think if we might have not expected had there not been a movie announced with multiverse in the title coming out so soon um, uh yeah it's um it's part I'm, I'm not surprised why more and more tv shows now are not releasing like netflix initially did like dropping the whole season they're yeah. giving us like two episodes and then it, it weekly which i think is because they want people online to like theorize and get well, yeah why why own a week and it's yeah two months yeah, it's part. It's part. Of the, it is part of the fun of it, and it's why I love these big expanded universes. But I do yeah. think it often sometimes builds people's expectations up so high because some of the theories are so cool and some of them are so outlandish that you just mm. love to see them translated onto screen. I think some people are a bit like me. Uh, me as well. I think we are a bit let down by. I mean, I was mainly let down. I did want there to be like a bigger villain, sort of working behind the shadows. He didn't have to be in the yeah. show. Just as a little a hint, just as a yeah, a little hint of something go else going yeah. on, and I think that's where everyone thought because you know Marvel is set a precedent with that. They always mm. like to introduce like a new villain in some sort of after credit scene. Yeah, the actors definitely didn't help that no, case. No, no, not <laughs> really. <at all. laughs> Paul Bettany was you know pulling our leg the, the entire time, building up this cameo who then turns out was himself. 
Yeah, and the and big Elizabeth Olsen talked about a Luke Skywalker esque cameo, which oh, it yeah. did get yeah. twisted. Her quote and made very clickbaity. Yeah, um, that's that kind of stuff though. I just find it so funny because people do get. I I got like carried away with it. I think like James. Oh me yeah, and you had a, that was part of the fun. Yeah, we we had a conversation. I think where we were talking about <laughs> if it was Mephisto who was going to be, and, and I for some reason Al Pacino got Al Pacino. thrown out. And I was like, oh, Al Pacino is Mephisto. I did. And, you like, were the in first my head. one that I heard that theory from, though. That was going round. I was like, I because uh, I, I remember. I remember. Obviously, there was that big thing about the Fantastic Four coming in. Yeah. And, you know, I remember just being like, yes, we're going to get Reed Richards. And I was like, and it's got to be John Krasinski. And every week I was like, it's going to happen. It's going to be today. So then when we met this person she'd been talking to, like a random <laughs> no military <laughs> captain, I was like, oh, yeah. Great. Diana Paris did build that up as well, though. She said fans are going to lose their mind when you find out who it is. And then nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's like they know, isn't it? They just know that people are going to Yeah, which is funny. But also with that. With that as well, like everyone was thinking, oh, it's going to be Reed Richards, it's going to be John Krasinski. Like they're still filming Spider Man, so he's probably not Fantastic even written. Fantastic Four hasn't like even been written. Yeah, hasn't even been written. So, <laughs> so for them yeah. to just drop in like Reed Richards would be outrageous. But in my head, I was like, it's happening. I was like, I believe it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I yeah. was so disappointed with the series as a whole, though, because it didn't deliver on theories that fans have just made up entirely in their own heads. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah like they, they... we we are gonna get them eventually. We are gonna get the Fantastic Four. We're gonna get the X Men. So just yeah. it'd be it'd be different if if Kevin Feige just you know held like a press conference and was like we are gonna unleash mutants in the MCU, <laughs> and then to just have nothing, then you could be like well yeah that, yeah he's promised something there, but he, they but... promised us nothing. No, uh, actually, actually <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to bring up a point there that I think my biggest criticism of the show and I hated it was the not the introduction of Evan Peters, uh, Quicksilver, but because they introduced him, they knew that people were going to oh, go online yeah. and spout theories, and they knew that people wanted the X-Men. They know they've, the acquisition of Fox, like, what, a year or two ago got completed. Yeah. So I just think... And then to play it off the way they did in the finale is like a boner joke, and he's not actually Quicksilver, he's just a normal guy. That really dragged me out. That is, really dragged yeah. me out of the story. Because it basically just rang cheap and hollow and just brought me out and yeah, brought me out the story. And it just seemed like a marketing ploy that they knew people were going to go mental. It was going to like trend on Twitter and they were going to get like people to like go mental about like seeing this other character because it did. Everyone, it did make sense that he was sort of pulled from another universe. And that's what I thought. I thought subconsciously maybe Wanda had dragged this alternate version of Quicksilver without even knowing it because she wanted her brother back. That's where I thought it was going. Uh, and why wouldn't we think that? They already have announced a film that exactly. has multiverse in the title. So now everyone's exactly, just yeah. thinking about the multiverse and what steps they're going to take to get there. Yeah. Shall we, speaking of the Evan Peters maybe disappointment reveal, uh, should we get into more spoilers on the finale? Yeah, let's yeah. go for it. So yeah, I read that, yeah. That was cheap. Uh, even making it a boner joke, you know, come on. Yeah, that, that was the only <laughs> bit. A bit more I, respect for us. I was literally sitting there thinking, really? Yeah, you, they could have done so much with that, but I think this is now a clear indication that nothing from those old X-Men movies is going to be brought over. I think... Yeah, just a, just a really weird, weird way to go about it, I think. It yeah, because was... I think that was up for speculation. 
uh, for a long time now, are we going to get some of the old cast and then recast some new ones and then just put it down to multiverse? But well, I think there's now could get some nothing. Of the old cast, just, they'd just be boner jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe, yeah, Patrick maybe. Stewart just turns up and it's just like, oh, this is John Boner. <laughs> <laughs> John Boner. Um, next, I've got um, Vision v Vision, um, which I really enjoyed. Like the actual, the actual fight scene of Vision fighting this corrupted version of himself, I yeah, thought just, was actually really good. Yeah, it was brilliant. Like I thought, like what Calvin said earlier, it was like a nice kind of alternative. I think it was Calvin said it, an alternative fighting scene where it wasn't like ooking it the other one harder. It was like I'm gonna be yeah, smart. Let's stop, you. It, let's stop a moment and talk, <laughs> and maybe we can figure this out. Like, even when they were fighting, I thought that was good. There was a good demonstration of their powers, and it, you know, it actually looked decent. Which we'll talk about the other fight. Um, yeah, we actually got to see Vision definitely. let loose, like we did in Age of Ultron, because it's yeah. after Age of Ultron, he's kept out of the fight in Civil War, I think, because he's sort of too powerful to sort of get involved in that he's too in much. It. He's in it a bit, but you don't really yeah. see him, you know, throwing punches and at then, Bucky. Yeah, and then the rest of the films are just him getting absolutely battered, pretty much. Well, yeah, they take yeah. missions straight away in Infinity War, don't they? He just gets stabbed in the back, and he's done. Yeah, so um, obviously, yeah, the ship of Theseus discussion that they have was great, I thought. And that, was, it really... that, that was amazing. Like, I remember... Like, there, was, he's, he's, there was so many things he said throughout the series where I was like, I love that. From like a writing point of view, I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, the... Um, was it the grief line where he's like, "Oh, that's been memed to shit." You know, yeah. but I, I loved, I loved when he said it because I was like, it kind of shows that he is just this like, just smart, omnipotent. Yeah, like, he's just such a like, he's just really smart, and like it shows <laughs> that like that whole scene was just great because like we said, it is that thing of having that discussion and then obviously setting something up because obviously when we don't know where this vision, other vision's gone. Yeah, that's what I was going to so ask. What where, is this? think this vision now? goes and what will come of him? It's obviously yeah. not the same vision. Like we're not going to get, you know. No, it is a the yeah, old vision back, different. but like it's really interesting where that is going to lead to. Yeah, he'll probably go under like a lot of uh, sort of growth and sort of introspection about what he is, which will be. I'm all for that, to be honest. If you get some philosophy more into the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a, t- a two and a half hour vision movie about him just hypothesizing his own existence. Yeah, so in contrast to that really good scene, we had Wanda versus Agatha, um, which personally I thought was quite bad. Oh. I'm I love I love Elizabeth Olsen, I love Catherine Hahn, they're both great. But when they're both digitalized, flying around the grey sky, shooting nondescriptive lasers at each other, I couldn't have cared less. Really. Yeah, I like I like it in terms of like scale, just to sort of show off their powers. I guess that was for. But the, I didn't the think biggest, we needed it really. Yeah, the biggest peeve I had with that fight is moments earlier. Uh, Wanda is sort of saying, "Oh no, I I don't know how to use magic. I'm not like you. I I don't use magic." And then she's look at these runes. Pam- <laughs> look at these ru- yeah, look at these runes. Like, well, you're a fast learner. You've just completely denied that you didn't I, even know they, to use Marvel magic. Marvel completely spoiled that reveal as well because they put it in the previously on. Oh, right, I didn't watch the episode. I didn't watch, it. I didn't watch oh, any of that. It, they brought up the the runes and 
the witch who cast them only be able to use her magic. I was like, right, she's gonna. That's how she's gonna beat her then. And he. Uh, so I think I think hand those previously on. I think hand holding was another big issue of mine throughout the series. But the mm. first, like you said, the first three episodes were quite cerebral, and then after that, when they introduced like your sort of what I felt was exposition characters like your Jimmy Woos and your Darcy's and, and even the, to an extent Monica. Yeah. Uh, I really didn't like any of the instances where they were like, oh, you know, she could have beaten Thanos on that battlefield. It's like, exactly what I was going like, to come on. This is only like How do you know that? We don't, we yeah. don't need to know this. Have to keep it's also like, yeah, we don't need to be reminded about it, but how do those characters know such minute yeah. details about the films? It'll be a retcon somewhere where it's taught in schools or something. Yeah, well, but, it'll be in Peter Parker's class where they learn and, about the and event. And then Cat Dennings tells Vision that he died twice. I'm like, wow, wow do you know that? Yeah. You've just seen one cat, Wakanda, man. Just chill it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That's just what someone said. Here. That's what someone said. I, I thought it was really interesting that someone was like, are we supposed to believe that Wakanda let Sword come in That's and just take Vision's think, yeah. body? from wakanda do you think they were just like yeah go on and take it it's technically ours because yeah, the vibranium that made vision was stolen from wakanda yeah so it's like it's our thing but you have it, you know? yeah i think that's a yeah maybe yeah. a plot hole speaking of uh retcons what i think they did a really really great job on was um like changing how wanda got her powers like making her really actual like that, use yeah. of magic witch. I don't know, it, it just, like, I just thought that writers should be commended for that because it didn't just feel like a standard retcon. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It was sort of like reverse engineering more than just like, oh, it's not that, it's this. Like, they did it, like, writ- wrote it so well into the mm. story that it didn't even feel like they were like, oh, we're throwing away this and adding this. I just thought, yeah, they did no, it I know, I really that. like that. Because rather than just a random you know, person who got experimented on. She's always had this. Yeah, she's always had inside her, yeah. And it's just like awoken it. And it also gives so much more room when she when she's in it again to explore that backstory. Like, what yeah, is yeah. it? Is it part of her family or something? That it's like, is she part of a long line of witches? Which I guess in I'm guessing that's probably the route they'll go down. Potentially, yeah. But that, was it? It was it ever explained why. Uh, Pietro has his powers. I was just going to say, just, so she's like... Are we just this, to assume that she's like basically given them to him? Yeah, he's that's dead. what I saw. He's dead, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking that, though. Like, she's this legendary, mythical being and Quicksilver's just fast. Just a fast like, boy. Yeah. 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 She, she, not a she bad won the Comparatively. So going back to like talking about characters who were like you know not sure why they're there. The whole Dotty character just did my yeah, ending. Some, something built up that because it was ridiculous. like there were so many theories about it. On there's still theories now. So I just read today that in the credits at the end, in the Spanish credits, she is credited as Sarah Proctor. Uh, aka Dotty and Sarah Proctor was a witch that was like accused of being a witch during the Salem witch trials. Okay. So now obviously everyone is like, well, she's a witch. She is a witch. <laughs> maybe now, it was just a, maybe it's just the, a little nod or yeah, the the or around and she's gone. Oh no, nah, she's just a, she's just a ploy. She's just yeah, there. She but I'm like, just loose thread. 
Well, man, that's that's a bit rubbish because like the whole thing about making a point of not putting it on that board with all the names, it's like it's just kind of like there was already enough stuff to theorize about. We didn't need this like random yeah. neighbor who you know was supposed to be something but ended up just being a woman who's eight year old is possibly dead now. <laughs> from being stuck in week. that room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's possibly even the house she threw the car through. <laughs> there, there, was no re- there was no regard for any of the human lives that were One trapped in that town during that fight. Oh, not at all. <laughs> yeah, speaking about that, what are the you know I think we need we do need some consequences for Wanda after this show because I know Monica gives her a free pass at the end because she goes, oh, I would have done the same. But would you, though? Because you, you've tortured a whole town full of people. Yeah, but, like, the way I've kind of viewed it the whole time is the whole story is obviously a big, like, it's a grief story. Yeah. And it's in these circumstances where somebody has absolutely mad powers so that you can essentially reverse engineer yeah reverse engineer your own grief and bring back whatever you lost mm. so i know obviously this isn't real so we can't even really <laughs> properly debate it but like i think it's hard for us as like viewers to judge like if you had that mad power like would you not do the same oh no i like i i can empathize with it and entirely and he did a good like episode eight was great for really explaining why she has done this and how she mm. feels and how this happened but i think they do. She does need to be held responsible. For... Yeah, I think I, I yeah. think she will. Well, I mean, yeah, she basically at the end of the day, also currently, you could argue that she is the most powerful person in the MCU. So oh. what? What consequences can you impose on a person like that? Oh yeah, yeah. What I mean, yeah, do, yeah, but I mean, you shouldn't I mean, just do nothing. Because what yeah, happened no. when she probably blew play up Doctor Strange too? Realistically, like what yeah. happened when she blew up that place in what film was it? Was it? Oh, in Civil, in War. Civil, War. Civil War. Yeah, War. they just told her to stay at home. Yeah. Well, that, like, <laughs> that people died. It. People died. And like they were like, stay at home. You've been bad. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So they're not, not going to do anything to her. Keep her being a hostage. I think that was a self imposed. I said this watching it. The people, I know she's really powerful. And obviously she could, you know, mess people up if she wanted to. But the people that she had kept prisoner for so long were awfully calm about her just walking away. No, I don't know. I think they were sort of approaching her as very wary because they know what she yeah, can but, do. But, but yeah, when I Monica, when Monica like, let her go, not one of them was like, hold on a sec. Yeah. yeah well, what, what's, you... what's Herb going to do? <laughs> yeah, no, not, not them going in and like, you know, taking her down, but just flagging up, like, why isn't she being arrested? <laughs> if that bloke over there has been arrested for essentially <laughs> doing his job, not very well. That, right, yeah, Hayward was just trying to help his job. people. You know, why aren't you arrest oh. this woman for keeping us all uh, hostage? If we move, just, if we move just, on to, if we move on to Hayward, for me, he is, he is one of the worst villains they've written oh, yeah. in the entire MCU. Really? All show, he he's a classic villain that we see all the time. Oh, I'm a man of in power. I'm gonna try and kill or destroy something that I don't quite understand, and I'm not gonna listen to any reasons that prove otherwise. So you, th- and then you're thinking, oh, he wants to help these people. So let's get him in there. He gets in there. He's 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 always talking about how how bad wonder. Yeah, and he just gets a gun out and just starts firing at some kids. He, he unloads that what, clip as well. What's this yeah, guy what, about? What I love as well, because obviously like Monica jumps in front of like the bullets or whatever. But like you see, I watched it again today. You see, he he carries on just absolutely unloading that clip. Yeah, and I was just like, 
I swear like the first episode that we see him, he's like, oh, I've got such, you know, great respect for your mother. <laughs> like, you know, like, we've been friends or whatever. And I then instantly he he's like, I'm from the get-go, really. I think, he? I just think he was, I think he was kind of badly written. They were just like, oh, we need this yeah. kind of, not villain, but just someone to cause a problem. But also, yeah. I we'll just put I this guy in. Like, because it doesn't matter, understand. we're not going to use him again, probably. I didn't I really understand we'll why, because why obviously... At the end of uh, Spider-Man, like, yeah. I, don't know, I was led to believe that Nick Fury was leading Sword. That's what well, I, I took away from that. Division. Yeah, I think he's doing the space division. Spider-Man was seven months after this. Oh, okay. This is set oh. a week after Endgame. Spider-Man. Oh, I see. Okay. Next summer. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. more sense because I'd be like you know Nick Nick Fury's got eyes and ears everywhere yeah I'd be like mate you need to give him some kind of tribunal <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll see director Hayward again uh, no I can't so it took it took Darcy a very long time to get to the centre of town if we're going to talk about that it took Vision even longer to, he, he can fly <laughs> It took him ages again. Just so long to get home. <laughs> no, it was at least at least thirty clicks away. <laughs> that could be real. I have no idea. That could be really short. Speaking speaking of villains, though, uh, I'm glad Agatha is still alive. I'm glad they're not doing like a one, yeah. you know, like a one trick villain where they just die at the end of the film like sort of a first phase sort of deal i just thought she was really intriguing and you know Catherine hans looked like she was having the best time ever just sort of playing her she is definitely one of those cases where they've you know they put her in the situation where if we did like her they can easily just get her back out yeah 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 we will definitely see agatha harkness again she was she was pitch perfect casting there wasn't she she was so so good and like i watched it again earlier and it's the bit at the end where um she like i don't know wanda puts her in that like trance or whatever mm. and she's you know she goes back to that like nosy neighbor thing and she's smiling okie dokie like, hon yeah but like her acting in that like in her like eyes you can see she's like absolutely yeah, I, terrified I yeah like i was i thought that was immense i thought that was un- unbelievable acting from her yeah, with her character i do wish they were a bit more uh sort of mystery orientated with her who she actually was because it's like it wasn't really eagle-eyed fans everyone just knew who she was immediately and i don't know if that was marvel's choice they were like we put a character in like this everyone knows who's gonna be so i don't know if they just went with it that you suspect her from the beginning and then it turns out to be her because i thought they were gonna do some fake out where like with talos they sort of changed him from being a villain to to a sort of not a hero but an ally yeah, and I thought they were maybe going to do that, and then they were going to sort of come together and fight some sort of not a bigger threat. But I just thought I was well, something along the lines. I subscribe to the theory that she all along was working with Mephisto. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Marvel's devil, and then he never showed up. So, what was Agatha's end goal? Do we know? Was it just to get more power? She wanted yeah, power, I think. That's yeah, she what wanted one power. Which I, I thought was a pretty boring motivation. Yeah, it was. And the whole, I thought there should have been something more. Yeah, the whole just absorbing her energy, she throws stuff at her. Yeah, that was a bit again, boring. I think <laughs> if you're going to use, I suppose they haven't got enough time to establish 
the sort of magic they're using and they're obviously gonna that's what they're gonna move towards they're gonna like be more clear on what magic that she's using it's not just gonna be chaos anymore she's gonna be like yeah we're still gonna be chaos magic but obviously in the end credit that's not what she was doing was not chaos magic i've been told it's just marvel it's called chaos magic and, and I, online everyone's like that's not what chaos magic is yeah, but it's no, mad- but think, yeah, you mad- can alter it your own story. A little bit, little bit of a fun story. tidbit for you there. A little fun fact. <laughs> That's fun not fact. chaos magic. This is chaos magic. <laughs> uh, yeah, Calvin, you were speaking of uh, time, and I think that was one of my main issues with the finale is that these eight episodes have really taken the time to build up this relationship and tell this story. Yeah. And then once we got into episode nine, it was like, okay, here's your fight, go. And yeah. within 40 minutes, it's resolved. Yeah. Like, just take, because there's good moments in the finale. There is, but just yeah. take some, have a, have, you know, take a breath. Just take some more time. Flesh. Yeah, flesh I, out I, a bit more. Yeah, entirely. But um, yeah, I did. I was always, as Jack knows, I kept complaining about the alleged run times, and then to find out there was eight or ten minutes eight of credits. Minutes, right. uh, Every just, time, like, just because there's so much room to flesh out the story and. I'm not. Expe- I know it's Marvel. I'm not expecting like the sort of character development you get in other limited series, like you know the yeah. first season of True Detective. I'm not expecting sort of the best writing as you would get in something like you know HBO's Watchmen. I'm yeah. just expecting like Marvel, but I just wanted. I just wanted. I suppose they did a good job of me wanting more, but for some reason they, I just they felt they had things- all the all the elements. They had all the elements they needed. It was just a bit rushed. Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it was a money issue. I, I'm not really sure because I know obviously that's a big driving force in the MCU is the yeah. shows cost a hell of a lot, and so do the films. Maybe as well because I could tell. I don't know if anyone else could that the green screen was quite bad in the finale. Some really bad compositing, especially when they're you know floating in the air. I was like, ah, oh, this doesn't this doesn't look very good. I don't know, I wasn't massively, I don't think I'm massively focused. Maybe I'd have to watch it again if I want to rewatch. Maybe I could actually spot those things. But I'm yeah, glad I've watched spot it them. twice. The second time I tried to just look past, you know, all the expectations and the, yeah, maybe I don't like that flying witch fight and then uh, focus on more of the good stuff. And I thought yeah. the, the good stuff was great, really. Like the final scene when she's saying goodbye to her kids when she's saying goodbye oh. to Vision, I thought that was fantastic. Oh, really good. That was yeah. painful. That, that, that was tear. I was rip your heart out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But that comes into their sort of uh, what they promised their audience. If they don't follow through with that emotional payoff, then it's mm. not going to sort of everyone's going to be pissed. Uh, yeah, basically. it would have been. And, and, um, yeah. But the one thing I had with that, like obviously it's Marvel and it's part of like in the comics, you know, it's a big multiverse world so you could bring characters back from the dead left right and center and i come i yeah. know that's a superhero like a common superhero trope but mm. i don't want like i do i do really like vision and obviously the children are going to come back but just sort of having that emotional moment and then bringing them back i don't know if you if you watch the, the entire mcu again after say a couple of more films had come out so you did an entire rewatch of the entire thing yeah. would it feel a bit like not cheapened but uh, not ruined but just sort of uh, yeah, I'd, like, I'd say like sort hollow. of like, yeah, just sort of hollow. Like uh, these, you are just taking that, the stakes that, away a bit, aren't yeah, you? By mo- saying that moment of like death 
which yeah. everyone experiences or something grief everyone experiences at some point in their life having to say goodbye to obviously the people they love I don't know that obviously really resonates with people because it's actually something we experience in real life we don't experience people coming back left right and center <laughs> yeah I'm obviously I'm, I'm obviously aware that it is a common trope in Marvel like if they wanted to they could even back, bring back Tony Stark which I know they won't do but his death like it was played off with his there was no end sequence like oh he's going to come back he that he is dead like (laughs) it wasn't like in batman and superman where superman dies and then and then the earth rises up from his coffin 10 minutes later he's dead i just think i just think maybe that's why the tony stark death hit me and obviously you spend so much more time with the character but that i think that death is a bit sort of well done yeah i don't think they're really they're not you know they're not trying to be coy about it at all they really do set up that vision will probably make a return they say it you know we'll say hello again we've got other vision flying off somewhere that was great (laughs) so (laughs) yeah i don't think they're trying to hide the fact that yeah we're probably going to bring him back and i guess he's a you know my android even yeah my kind of yeah my reasoning with that is basically that like at the end of the day vision was he was built so yeah it's not for me it's not is yeah it's not the same for me as like tony stark if they brought back tony stark i'd be like so annoyed like yeah as as good as he is like robert downey jr is like unbelievable in these films and he's just so like magnetic to watch but i don't want him to come back because it'll just cheapen his death which was so like Yeah. yeah the emotional payoff was unbelievable but like i don't have that same like connection with the vision basically so I don't know. I I'm not like when he when Y Vision flies off, I was kind of just like, cool, he's probably gonna come back at some point. So, <laughs> like Paul Bettany. Yeah, is it for me like this show is almost like Paul Bettany like being like, yeah, because like I think Calvin said earlier, like a, he, he's been an okay character. He hasn't had like, you know, I just haven't been that fussed about him. But in this show, he's really like, like blown up. Yeah. Me. So it, it would so be good. a real shame if they did just not bring vision back because now we're all like we want more vision yeah like you've yeah. given us Changed what i wanted the whole good. time yeah. like i wanted yeah so i think they will and it doesn't bother me at all to be honest and he's no. so much cooler white <laughs> oh when he i really liked when he had and when he had his like the blue glazed over eyes i just think yeah. it looked so much more cooler than his normal eyes but i know i love the moment where he gets his memories back and then his eyes become uh, glazed, so he can his, actually see again yeah, his eyes moment. his eyes gave me like uh mr freeze vibes from <laughs> what was it batman, batman and, robin. and robin yeah batman and robin yeah yeah, yeah ice age classic Speaking of where WandaVision is going to go and what it's leading up to, uh, should we start off with the mid credit scene? Yeah. Uh, um, so Captain Marvel 2 and Secret Invasion, most likely, being set up. Monica yeah. will become Photon or what's her other superhero name? Spectrum. Spectrum or Photon, yeah. Either one of those. <laughs> She'll become one of them. Um, she's already confirmed for Captain Marvel 2 anyway. Um, and I, I believe that is coming out before Secret Invasion, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I think, so. I think we're still like a fair ways away from Secret Invasion. Yeah, probably a, about two, three years. Um, um, yeah, but Monica's whole—I really, I really like her character. I think she's mm. played brilliantly. I thought, I think it was great casting. You know, it, 
getting someone who looked still looked like the little girl from Captain Marvel. Yeah. But my only issue with her is uh, it felt like she was only there to serve that end credit scene. Like, oh, look, this is a big expanded universe. This character's going to go off and you know mm. she's connected to this person and this person. So no, that just rang a bit hollow for me. And mainly because I don't think her like bond or alleged bond with Wanda throughout the show is perfectly executed. Like no, they, I know they yeah. share, I know they share like a common grief, but she just seemed to be there to serve a pl- a plot point into the next show or next film. Yeah, and I don't know. I just I don't want too much of that. I want it to feel like the character belongs where they are. Yeah, that that character didn't have to be Monica necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they were like, oh, this is a good way for us to transition into something else even though i thought she was a great character like i do want to see more of her yeah i really liked her i thought she was great um their little three-way friendship as well yeah be good Um, i I I kind of want more of it in the last few episodes because it's you know it sort of disappeared we only got it for got it for a couple yeah speaking Mm. of that i literally just read before we started this an article i think the director of the show uh, his name eludes me but he was on uh kevin smith podcast yeah. yeah, and he said that uh, Monica's, Jimmy's, and Darcy's roles were significantly cut for the finale. Apparently, they had this whole side plot where mm. they were going to go and get that dark old spell book and have to fight. What's the rabbit called? They have to fight the rabbit because they find out it's a demon or something. Oh, um, something scratchy. Similar. Oh, yeah, scratchy. scratchy. Yeah, I thought that rabbit was going to be a lot more involved. Well, because in the comics, Agatha's son is called Nicholas Scratch. So I think everyone who knew that just assumed, oh, okay, that rabbit it will turn like, into I'm something else. I'm not going to lie, at one eventually. point, I, I thought the rabbit was Mephisto at one point. At one point, I was like, that rabbit that, was Yeah, Mephisto. that was a, that was a that rabbit. Well. That rabbit was Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst thing he's done, let's be honest. Don Cacino. <laughs> Don Cacino. Uh, um, yeah, so I thought the mid credit scene was pretty underwhelming for me. I think yeah, we all so, knew. I think we all knew she's gonna turn up again. I think that yeah, but the mid credit scene, I, I when I watched it earlier, I, because I saw I, I couldn't remember it, and so I I saw people talking on like social media or saying like the person that she's talking about is Captain Marvel, and then I rewatched it and the the scroll explicitly says he, so she obviously means Nick Fury. Yeah, it's Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I couldn't remember. At first, and... I didn't put two or two together. I was like, Talos? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it, it's one of them. For sure. When she says, like, he, like, Nick Fury, is he's just the fucking man. Like, as soon as she said he, I got, like, chills. I was like, yes, the, the man himself. He doesn't even need to be there. He knows what's <laughs> going on. He knows what's going on. And he's already, you know, he's, he's already over it. He's like, there's bigger fish to fry for some reason. And I just, ah. Oh. It made me so excited for the Secret Invasion show. I think that's my most anticipated from now in really? terms of shows. Yeah, he's just he's the absolute man. Love him. I think I need to see a bit. I'll I'll need to see a bit more from Secret Invasion before I get too hyped for it. But that's years away. Yeah, I think it's like twenty three. I think or something. Somewhat. Yeah, probably. Um. Moving from mid-credits then to post-credits, which I thought was definitely the stronger scene. And um, we see Wanda in a unknown location. I guess Sokovia, but... 
I don't know. She just pulled <laughs> like, a Wolverine, didn't she? And just went yeah. to live in like yeah. a random cabin in the woods somewhere. It's so funny that you said Sokovia because that obviously makes sense. But when like I saw it, I was like, oh, she in Canada. Yeah, I thought she was in Canada. I yeah, I was really still in, America. Was in Maybe, yeah. America somewhere. Just like I just my mind went, oh, she's it. gone home. But I guess there's not a lot there. No, Hence why she's in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so she's you know pottering around her hut making tea, and then in the bedroom a bit of Doctor Strange esque astral projection, reading the Darkhold with some sinister Doctor Strange theme playing over the top of it. So, and what do we think? Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Help us, help us. So, let's start off. Where do you think her kids are? Uh, is it? If there could be in the Mephisto. If they're going to bring in Mephisto, there could be in his. He has a realm called Hell. Hell. And I know in the comics, yeah. they're sort of born out of part of his magic or powers. They so were. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're like described that. as like shards of Mephisto's soul or something. Yeah, maybe they are going down that route. Maybe Mephisto maybe, is yeah. involved somehow, but they just haven't. They just don't. Yeah, because he could pop up in. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, I already think I already think Doctor Strange has a lot going for it in terms of villains though. You know, you've got Mordo, you've still got the uh Dormammu. So I don't know if they'll be willing I to I think just... they might lean off Dormammu for this sequel and bring him back further down the line. Yeah, possibly, but I think obviously I, Mordo will I, be I mean, the I'm hoping villain. that Wanda will be the villain in Doctor well, Strange 2. I, I hope they really you. go down that route. So I said to you earlier, like I thought it'd be really cool if, because obviously what Mordo wants to, I can't remember his like exact, like the exact too wording he wants to do. Too he many sorcerers, to rid, yeah. Read the world of sorcerers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think, I, I said to James earlier, it would be cool if they did like, dark, like you know, Wanda, so, so she's done something, she's out of control, so and all that, and Mordo has to team up with, like, well, Doctor Strange has to team up with Mordo to try and like, Rain her in, and obviously Doctor Strange just wants to save her, but Mordo wants to kill her essentially. But like maybe they both mm-hmm. need to like work together to achieve that goal. I thought that'd be quite cool. Yeah, because there was the moment where she where um she said you you know you don't know what you've you've unleashed sort of thing. But I hope that power is like against her will because her character development in this i don't think it would make any sense for her to have not learned anything from what has happened in westview like her she she realizes now she can't just take people under her under her spell to sort of yeah. aid her own yeah. desires i don't think it would be good maybe they will do it but i don't want to just see her keep going back and forth between oh, I'm going to make this really dodgy choice to save my children, which involves endangering other people. I don't want to just keep plodding along that route for too long because I do think by the end of this, she should have, I, obviously we haven't seen learned more of her, but she should yeah. have learned something and been like, okay, I can't, don't do that. I can't go around doing that. Yeah. That's why I said after the episode aired, I was like, okay, so what has, because clearly we just see her, you know, reading that book and potentially trying to bring her kids back. So I was like, what has she actually learned from this show other than, you know, do magic yeah. better? Yeah, well, I kind of yeah, took it, like, because when Wanda, like, you know, quote-unquote gives Agatha her magic, you know, with mm. all the runes and stuff, and Agatha says that once a, a spell that's been cast, like, it can't, you can't change it. Like, yeah. if it's not perfect, it's not perfect. So I kind of, like viewed it as she's taken a dark hold to find a way to do it perfectly 
so that it'll just, you know, it's just bring her kids back. It'll affect nobody else. And then maybe something happens that, yeah, it goes wild. Yeah, I kind of hope that they do kind of explore her, like, her, like, mental, like, her mentality side of it. Because, like, I think she is due, like, a big mental break at some point. Like, I thought they were going to go more towards, because I know, like, they kind of alluded towards it in WandaVision. That's where I, I thought this was going to end. Yeah, but big. I thought she yeah. was going to go full on, like, batshit. Like, I Villain. can do what I want. Like, because yeah. I, I have this power. I can. I kind of hope they kind of go down that route. And then it's kind of like bringing her back from that. And they can do that, you know, like you said, with Mephisto and her children. Like, they could use that as, like, him kind of manipulating her into kind of because like she's been she's been like a villain you know in quotes before yeah and i think she's you've kind of shown that you can she can be manipulated under the right the circumstances so i'd like to see that because i think it would make for an interesting thing if they went for this like she is just gonna be nuts and i think yeah. it's- I think it's one of my nitpicks with the show is that or with Marvel in general, actually is no matter how like zany or weird, ambitious their projects start to get, they don't always follow through on, on their promises. They don't always take, they give the illusion of sort of, I think taking these big risks, but mm. then they never, they sort of give it to you and then pull it back. Like they're like, Oh, that that's probably too far. So like, it's the same with one division. Like I really thought they were going to go into some, you know, the sort of mental psyche into what she's feeling at that point but i don't know i just maybe i think that's why it just didn't resonate with me maybe i was just expecting a bit too much from that yeah i'm the same i wanted it to be more cerebral and more in her head and i thought this was going to be this was going to end with a big world changing event and then but i guess we're gonna have to see that in doctor strange 2 yeah, I still enjoy it though. That's the issue. Like, no yeah, matter yeah. how many uh, sort of bridges I feel like Marvel burned down, <laughs> I will always You'll watch always everything back. they put out, and I yeah, will always yeah. be excited for it. And most of the stuff that does happen, I'm like, oh my god, this is so sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have problems with this this show, uh, just little issues, but I'm no no less excited for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier in two weeks. Nothing's changed about that because absolutely they have to, not. They haven't I, really well with I can't wait for the first one. And we'll definitely uh, be reviewing that when that comes out as well. Um, should we talk about fan theories that didn't happen? Um, and any that we were actually expecting? Uh, yeah, I want to start yeah. off with Al Pacino as Mephisto. <laughs> thought up, thought up by myself. I just did him, see that online. Just him coming out just going, who are? just so in your rendition he's just sexually harassing wonder (laughs) man it's heat it's the best line um so i think obviously people were really expecting reed richards that didn't happen did anyone expect that to happen i I genuinely did i've never been excited about the fantastic four ever in my life until now and the one time where I was like you know what Fantastic Four let's have it I didn't get it <laughs> you know you'll, you'll get it said like a true reviewer <laughs> let's have it let's, let's have, have it, it. Uh, yeah I, I didn't expect that to happen um, the X-Men stuff when it was first introduced with Quicksilver which was a great moment 
I thought, yeah, maybe we can, this will be our way in. It wasn't, and I'm fine with that, really. Mm. My favourite theory... For so long, we can have a break. Or, like, I remember reading something, and it was like, someone was like, they're coming. The, uh, the X-Men are coming, because Wanda does this thing with her hand when she's threatening uh, Hayward with the guns or with all the lasers on him. Like she does this oh, thing where she like, flicks Magneto. her hand away, yeah. and like Magneto does that once. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Look, see, it's, it's, it's her dad. Look, is it only once? What? That is vintage Magneto. No, he but, like, definitely does that more than but, once. Like the, the exact same way he does it, like oh, once. Okay. And everyone was like, "Look, Michael Fassbender did it. He's coming." And it's like. Oh, that'd be a that'd be a That's terrible a acting choice to have Hayward as secretly as Magneto. <laughs> I uh, I got I got swept up in the it was in the flat it was in the flashback episode and it's like Wanda it's when it's like they're at their family home or whatever yeah and their parents walk in and like you see the moment instantly I was like oh it's gonna be Mark Fassbender <laughs> I was like it's gonna be Mark Fassbender or Ian McKellen yeah I won't lie my <laughs> mind drifted there for half a second I was like is it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, it's going to be Ian McKellen. For some reason, he's got a six-year-old, but it's Ian McKellen. The <laughs> <laughs> aging, like in X-Men 3, because it went so well then. I think the one person I was maybe expecting to make an appearance was Doctor Strange. I didn't I, think that was too far I out. I don't know. I don't I think I was ever expecting him to be in it. I thought, I thought, they, I thought they said that he was. That he was going to be in it? Yeah, I was convinced that like Marvel said, like, Doctor Strange is going to appear. Because that was... That was in my head from day one. Like I was like, he's in it at some point. And I was talking to like other friends about it, and they were like, "Who do you think the cameo is?" And I was like, "Well, it's not Doctor Strange because they've explicitly said he's going to be in it." Like I was so like, <laughs> I was so confident. And then like the same friends afterwards, like, "Why did you lie to me?" And I was like, "They lied to me, man. Kevin lied to me." <laughs> All I remember is them saying that Wanda was definitely in Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe, that's like, maybe you got yeah, you've got confused. Yeah, maybe you got your, maybe you got tied maybe, up. I thought you were going to say that Wanda's definitely in WandaVision. I was like, well, I fucking hope so, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's that'd just, have been a, just that'd have been a bold choice. I would just, it was just Vision. <laughs> Vision would be like, where is she? Just trying to, just tr- tr- trying to figure out to use a toaster or, or talking to a microwave. <laughs> Speaking of Doctor Strange, though, like, d- what do we think he was doing while this was happening? Because, you know, Jersey isn't far from New York and... He's selling Thor Ragnarok. He's keeping you know tabs on the superpower beings. Yeah, he grabs Loki exactly. and Thor as soon as they step into New York. So he's probably yeah. doing exactly that. It's just looking at yeah. other <laughs> dimensional <laughs> beings. He probably she looked at that when he probably looked at that when I don't want any of that. Yeah, <laughs> he says that. Though. He says that, and then he doesn't like when when like Hulk lands in Infinity War. He's like, Thanos is coming. He's like, who? <laughs> I'm like, he's the big bad man. Like, he is the only one you need to be concerned about. You didn't step in there. You didn't <laughs> step in with Wanda. What are you doing? It's just not a different... Thanos wasn't really like a different reality sort of uh, threat, though, was he? Yeah, but he was a big... He was a, oh, yeah, but Listen, he, I think the one he did, cameo... He did some things that I disagree with. <laughs> I think the one cameo we all needed, and it would have solved it a lot quicker, <laughs> is if we had Clint Barton. If oh, he showed would, up... Yeah. Just he showed up out. and said, listen, Wanda, stop being a prick. Should have been like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're doing it again. Like, dad, yeah. dad's had a word with me now. I'll stop it now. Yeah. Wanda, know. remember that time? Remember that time I made you an Avenger, even though I'm not sure I have that authority? <laughs> no, it does. And he, he's, a, he's, a, he's an admin, man. 
<laughs> well, the Avengers, he's the, the Avengers members. HR. Yeah. Well, no, they don't, oh, the founding members are obviously admins to the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does but, she like, get I, kicked from the group he, chat? He had the, he had the awkward job of kicking uh, Iron Man out of the group chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's so funny. Watching him die, like, well, we're not going to need him anymore. So funny, like, Wanda comes out of the hex, and then you just you just see a text, like, from Bruce Banner saying, Wanda, WTF? <laughs> <laughs> just big red bubble. Yeah. W, yeah. What, what are you doing? <laughs> where you at visions messages all come through in code it's binary like yeah vision, vision just says in what at the end binary you up <laughs> i joke i would have liked to have seen hawkeye just i don't necessarily in there just pop up at some point because he is really involved with like with like, he really cares about her so i think it's really odd that they were like I know he's got his own things going on now. He's just got like, his family back, man. He's only been yeah, a week. Think a phone and he's call about to go deaf. Yeah, imagine that, like a week after all those terrible events, and he's finally at home with his kids, and he's just like, oh, Wanda needs you. He's like, oh, come on, man. If I, already, I, already had a, I already had a chat with her at the funeral. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah. Look, I told her to back up right tears at the funeral, <laughs> and this is what she's done. She won't listen to me. Yeah, call we'll Ar- let Doctor Strange Johnson. Hawkeye. Come He's on. Got no man. excuse. <laughs> I expect better from him. Is she close to anyone else, or is there basically everyone she was close to dead? I was gonna say they're all dead. Yeah, pretty she's, much. She's clutching her straws. Nick Fury calls Peter Parker. He's like, look, <laughs> I I know you you didn't <laughs> want to deal with the element. Yeah, you didn't want to do the elemental stuff. But remember when she took the gauntlet off you with Captain Marvel? Just yeah, <laughs> that one. Go and talk to her for me. Yeah, space. I'm I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a friendly uh, neighborhood we... Spider-Man, but I'm a galaxy Nick Fury. <laughs> Should we give this thing a rating? Should we score it? Ooh, well, I wasn't, wasn't prepared for this. Uh, I'd say overall for me, I would give it give it four stars because I just think it was such a bold sort of start to, to obviously something they're going to go a lot further with. Uh, obviously, I have my issues with it and nitpicks, but I don't think it warrants lower than four stars, to be honest. And I don't think it quite reaches five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a three point five at you. Ooh, I know you just said it doesn't deserve lower, but I'm, I'm happy with a three point five. Okay. I think it, it did so well up until a point where a lot of the mystery was just sucked out of it, and that's yeah. just really enjoying. And then um, there are parts of the finale that I loved that really worked, but then about half of it just didn't didn't stick the landing for me so i'm going with a 3.5 i've given it four stars basically on the fact that if it was up if it was just a tv show that wasn't in the mcu it would probably be a bit lower but because what it sets out to do what it sets out to do they do well yeah i think it bumps up there for me okay jack um I I notoriously get swept up in these things, so I'm going to go with a four because a four. Yeah, you definitely feel stronger. You Not definitely no, I'm, no, don't let us talk you down. No, 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 because no, I always I'm going to give it a four purely because I agree with some of your points, but I like I'm yeah, I agree with some of your points, but for me the emotional like pay I lo- I love just the whole. 
like a whole human story to it about like grief and stuff like that kind of stuff just really gets me going and uh that stuff did really work yeah and i think i i don't i think i'm giving it a four as well because obviously we built up all these things like we said which again they didn't promise us (laughs) yeah all all these things that i i wanted to potentially happen or i thought could have happened which i didn't get and i think you can't give it a five because it's not a perfect TV show. Straight up, it's not. So you have to go with a four. Yeah. <laughs> Did we get a five, Reese? Did we get a I'm, five? I'm glad we. I'm glad we, we went for stars because originally I was like, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. So that's I think that goes. I think that's a four. That's yeah, a four I, out of five. I thought we were doing. I thought we were doing that at ten, and then Carmen. Yeah, Carmen really I threw me off with uh, <laughs> the stars. No, I'll give it a four because, like, like I said, yeah, there are there are issues, you know, yeah. and there were things that kind of annoyed me a bit but like i think to take two characters that originally i was like eh, they're all right and then to make me really care about them at the end kind of as a good indication of how good it was mm-hmm. i think it was a really like it was a really solid to be like you know use the kind of first tv show we're going to give you that it was a really good place to start so I, I yeah I think it's definitely four out of five. I think they have given us a lot to look forward to as well, which is always great. Okay, I've been outvoted. Wonder Vision is getting a four out of five. <laughs> no, we did it, Bryce. You did it. <laughs> people who matter. I don't want to make. I don't want to try and work out the average. So we're going to go with a four point five. <laughs> no, four point five. A four out of five. <laughs> Way too high. I was giving a five. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, guys, for our review of WandaVision. You can follow us on Twitter at Keeping It Real UK. We will be back next week with a review of Cherry and a Marvel Phase 4 movie and TV preview. Bye for now.